Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Cody Smith, founder of Virtuous Fitness and Virtuous Grappling. Each week, we bring you new episodes focusing on fitness, nutrition, grappling, personal development, business, and much more. It's my mission to give you the information and tools you need to optimize your life through our Create Yourself mindset. If you enjoy this show, be sure to give it a rating and review on whatever platform you use, and be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. All right, and we are back. You guys, the podcast has been on the back burner for quite some time, and we've got some uh, some updates to do for you guys. So the 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 landscape of the world as far as where I live in and where you live in, um, it has vastly changed, and we're excited to get this podcast going again. And uh, today I am joined by my friend and manager now of uh, Virtuous Fitness here, Felicia. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am doing well, and I'm glad... I was telling Travis earlier today on the Jiu-Jitsu mat that, um, you know, because he does his podcast solo now and he used to do it with John for a long time. I was telling him that the conversations go much easier when you have somebody on the podcast with you. And for years I did this by myself. It was just kind of me sitting in the office doing my thing, unless I had like an interview or something like that. And I just found that, gosh, it was so much harder to carry a conversation. Not that I'm one to shy away from something hard, but you know, just when you get that, have like a more natural conversation with somebody, especially face to face, like when I could do interviews and I could do them face to face, it always felt a lot better. But being able to like have somebody on the show with me just helped the conversation to flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are back and uh, I want to talk a little bit today. Um, so I sent Felicia essentially the topic that I want to discuss today. And um, today we're going to kind of go through this conversation of uh, just this concept that I always talk about and that I believe fully um, called total recreation. And I also mainly wanted to kind of recap the whirlwind of what 2023 has been. Um, So 2023, in a nutshell for me, has kind of been this crazy thing, right? Um, You know, we had this this really, like, intense team change. We've had people kind of coming in and out. And, you know, by the way, all good changes, right? Like, things that, you know people needed to go and pursue other other avenues and other like passions and stuff like that. But nonetheless, like change sometimes is super hard. It's something that is hard to adapt to. It's something that, especially when you're like day-to-day schedule and lifestyle like has to change because of it. Um, it can be very, very intense. So with like, you know, different people on the team kind of stepping out for me, kind of, it almost shined the mirror on like, am I who I think I am? Am I the the person to lead this thing? Cause you know, for a long time I stepped out of this thing, right? And mm-hmm. you guys were running the show and Uh, I would more come in and make a decision, but like the day-to-day operation was definitely not me anymore unless, you know, they needed somebody to come and do a sales consultation or something like that. So uh, in a nutshell, it's been kind of crazy for me. I mean, there's been, you know, highs and lows and, you know, this past year we lost. Uh, Here at Virtuous, we've, like I said, we've been going through this crazy change and we were down, gosh, like 50 or 60 people like through the summer. And for me, it was just kind of like, I often live in this world sometimes where I think like, I'm going to be found out and that all the success that we've seen at the gym is just going to be this crazy, like, like it almost as if it was like supernatural and that it happened like by mistake. So it kind of showed me like, Hey, like we've lost people, you know, the, the landscape of the team has changed. Are you the leader that you think you are? Are you the type of gym that you think you are? And it kind of checked me a little bit. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thing to kind of walk through. And, um, through all of that, I was kind of, trying to find myself, my vision, like who I am as a person. I really struggle with that. And I don't know if you guys actually like noticed this on the outside, but when the gym was running, I was kind of chasing my tail, trying to figure out like, you know, you know, do I, should I choose a personal brand? Should I, 
you know, do I want to be this influencer person? Do I want to be uh, this 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 separate like brand away from virtuous and um truly i was like trying to find my voice and i i don't know that i ever did um so stepping back into this gym it just kind of reminded me and and the day-to-day operations stepping back into that just kind of reminded me like where my time should be spent like where my purpose is um what did you kind of experience on the other side of that right because you were kind of on the outside like looking in for quite some time and now you're in this just like you know so we this past year we with these team changes, we went down this path where like, you know, Felicia has been promoted now to be the manager of the gym for you. Like what has that experience been like? Cause again, you're on the, the outside of this, this, you know, this internal dilemma that I'm kind of sharing with you that I was walking through. Like what was the outside perspective for you being like kind of on the outside perimeter of the team, still being a part of the team, still doing a lot of things, but like now stepping in in your leadership role, like what's that been like? Well, at first it, like when you were going through like all of those different avenues um, and you took a step back from like posting and stuff. And then one day I was like, are you okay? Like Mm -hmm. you're not posting on like the virtuous fitness website. And, and we know that we had just taken over Boise at that point too. So I know that that was just an added stress. And then we had a huge change in leadership. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, it was like everything piled on all at the same time. And then you're like, no, I'm going to do it all. Yeah. And I could see it was like every day it was like that, that level of stress (laughs) that as you came in, you were still happy. And it wasn't like, like during COVID where it was like, Cody, are you okay? And you're like, yep, I'll be fine (laughs) kind of thing. But it was like, you always came in and you were happy and you were still the face of the gym. But then it was, you know hey, what can I do for you? And you're like, nope, I got it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Which was not working out for me. It was not working out. Mm-mm. It wasn't working out for you personally Mm-mm. at home. It wasn't working for you in the gym because you're just running your face off. You're selling your face off, which is a great thing, especially getting back into it where you had had like hands free and then to take it all on and then to realize that. I think that at, that just was the path that you needed to go on to realize that you do need a a sidekick. For kick. sure. For definitely. <laughs> and you know why, you know, why I always kind of, whenever those things happen, um, but you know me, like I love leadership. I love talking about it because I had stepped out and like a lot of the, the past leadership, you know, the, the old manager and stuff like that, like who, who's still here, like Tanya's still mm-hmm. here. She's just not a manager anymore. Um, just for family stuff, for family's sake, you know, being the manager of the gym is a lot. It requires a, a lot of pull from you. And I, she was in that role for quite some time. And I think just was a, a better, like better look for her family to kind of step out of that. But when she stepped out for me, it was like, I don't like when I don't, don't feel like I'm in control of my destiny. Mm-hmm. I don't like when I feel like I'm not driving the ship and, and I lacked vision too. So, you, you know, you kind of pile those things in. It was just like, you know, I found myself having to lay back on some coaching that I, you know, I often talk to my son Noah about like leadership and stuff like that. And I told him that like, when you're the leader, when you're the guy, when your back's against the wall and, you know, it's fourth quarter and you got 10 seconds to score, like you want that ball. Mm-hmm. And I felt like as a gym with, with, with her stepping down and things changing, some of the heavy hitters on the team moving and things like that, we had some, some turmoil, some personal stuff with a couple of the coaches. Like mm-hmm. when all that was taking place, for me, it was like, no, I'm the guy. Like give mm-hmm. me the ball. I'm going to go and I'm going to take this thing and we're going to score. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. But it, the, the thing was, it was like I scored – and then I just kept the ball mm-hmm. instead of like, okay, cool. Let's get the team back in this. Like, this is a different game now. Like, and, yeah. and um, I think it helped when, like, you're super good at like poking me and be like, hey, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? And I think 
I'm always scared to hand off a ball and then it get dropped or oh, sure. hand off a ball. And like now my burdens are overwhelming another person. Like, cause you know, I'm a stress camel. I'll just go all day long and never mm -hmm. get tired. Like you can't stop me. Like I'll just work myself until I'm bloody. And I, and sometimes I find myself like, well, I can't expect Felicia to work herself bloody. But I mean, from the outside looking in, I'm like, well, dude, you want to work until you're like hands, like, you know, and I always talk like, dude, we're like yeah. in a war zone. We're fighting. We got just, just soot all over us. We're in the battle zone. Like, I feel like, you almost, you strike me as somebody who wants to be like in that battlefield oh, yeah. with me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I always say that I take my start, my start of the day starts at 530. Mm -hmm. So that I get some, <laughs> that, <laughs> just like that meme yeah. earlier, yeah. is like I get that little bit of time to kind of start the day sure. with, you know, my scripture reading and then all of the, the to do's. I get the girls lunches made and all of that kind of stuff. But my day doesn't end until my head hits the pillow. And even then, I mean, as you know, yeah. it's like, even then your mind is still going yeah. and I'm over there putting notes in yeah. my phone. Like, okay, I need to get this done in the morning. I need to message this client and check in with them. Yeah. Um, as new nutrition clients were coming in, I was like, mm. okay, I need to get them set up, yeah. but I need to message them too. So, <laughs> you know, it, your day doesn't even end when your head hits the pillow because you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's still more stuff. There's to still do. more stuff yeah, to yeah. do. And you're like, okay, what, ca what do I need to do right now? And what can I put off on the back burner? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, if I, and I think we talked about this the other day, if I wasn't like that, I'd be so bored and I would just pile stuff on me mm -hmm. anyways. So I might as well structure my day hour by hour yeah. and to get that stuff done and to completely crush it, not only in the gym, but in my personal life too. Because if I, what kind of leader am I going to be for not only the team, but also for my kids mm -hmm. and if I'm not a go-getter, I want my kids to be go-getters. Yeah. I don't want them to be on the sidelines. Right. I want them to grab the ball and run with it yeah, and not be afraid to get bloody. And sometimes that's a, that's a negative on my mom, momming too. Cause sure. I'm like, no, go do it. Like, go do it, go do it good. Be it the best that you can be. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I have to remember they're still learning. Yeah. <laughs> and all, and I, and I'm sure that you do that with your boys too. Yeah. You know, for like, it's funny you're talking about like how, like as you were like taking on other things and other roles that you didn't want to let, like let, let things at home suffer. This is something that uh, I've been, you guys who've listened to this show for any period of time or like follow me on social media, you know that like family's super important to me. Like my team's super important to me. My friends are super important to me. My faith is super important to me. So like, I just kind of always am in this mindset, like you can have it all. Like you can have a great relationship. Like my relationship with my wife is tight, dude. It's it's mm -hmm. very good. And, and, and I say that not as in like behind closed doors, we're fighting and we're bickering. Like people around us, they see us, they know, they know what we're about. They know that like, you know, we, I basically live my life online again anyways. And mm -hmm. I just kind of share everything. And, and I genuinely would just kind of talk about, you know, my shortcomings and stuff all the time. Cause I, I don't know. I heard this thing from a coach a long time ago that the person that tells the truth in the room is, is never has to remember anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, if I'm just telling the truth, anything, it's not like I got to remember the story that I told this person or this lie. So right. like with Megan and I, like our relationship's tight. It's really good. Um, but it's all because like I, I want that great relationship. I want that great relationship with my kids. I want I want to have people that are loyal to me. I want to make a, a crap ton of money. Mm -hmm. I also want to make a crap ton of like value and difference in people's lives, right? Like those things are all important to me. And I found myself like just not being okay with allowing any of those things to slip. Now, you know, one of my other mentors, Steve Weatherford, when he was my coach for a while, he told me that like life's kind of like a decathlon. It's like you don't have to win every event. Mm -hmm 
but you just got to do good enough in the events. It's just like, you know, Matt Fraser, Rich Froning, when those guys are winning the CrossFit Games, oh, yeah. they're not winning every event. No. They're just like not getting last in any of them. So right. it's like, if I can just approach my life like that, like I'm probably going to find pretty good levels of success. So if you guys listen to the show right now, know that like there is, like you don't have to be a one-dimensional person. You can be, you can be great in all things. You can have that great relationship. You can have that great body. You can have gr- great nutrition. You can pursue goals and chase dreams and, and dream big dreams and it's okay and you can do well at all of them if kind of like what Felicia was saying a second ago like if you're very methodical with your approach to your day mm-hmm. and uh you know is d- despite your brain kind of on this ever running loop like taking that time to get that stuff out of there can be super helpful mm-hmm. um okay so <clears throat> for me this year um I wanted us to talk a little bit about goals on this show today just because you know we are coming you know it's at the time of us recording this, it you know we're coming up on the beginning of December, which is kind of crazy to think about. But you know, when we had our last team meeting, I pushed my team. I said, "Hey guys, we are going to set goals, and I'm going to push you." And and that all kind of goes back to like our main core value of like, "Hey, grow or die," right? So I think that like getting with you guys and telling you like, "Hey, we're going to be we're going to be like setting goals and we're going to be doing these things," I thought it'd be super impactful. We just kind of share like things that we're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Last year, guys, like I think that literally the last episode before this one is going to go on there, the last episode that I did, I was recapping like the Milltown Marathon, which was in April, you know. Um, or no, that was, gosh, was that last October? It might have been this year. I have to go back and look at the date. But th- that was like the, the last episode I did. It was quite some time ago. And um, since then, a lot of things have changed for us, right? Like not only the team stuff, you know, the the grappling side, team's feeling super tight right now, but you know, last year I really committed to running. I really committed to, you know, pursuing being this hybrid athlete. And last year completed the marathon, then went on to run an ultra marathon, then ran another half marathon. And then this, just this past October, uh, we finished up the Marine Corps marathon. So now kind of looking forward, we're rolling into new goals. Um, so this kind of makes me think about like, as far as like goals are concerned, uh, and Felicia, I'll pose a question to you just for, for people listening, right? Like as far as goals are concerned, like how important, how important should, how important is it for a person to like pursue becoming better, or becoming more like what kind of value do you think should be put on something like that? I think the highest value, I think that where our lives drive from, um, if we don't have a goal, we're just kind of going through the motions. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to pursue something, then that has to be on the forefront of your mind. Mm-hmm. So I always tell my clients that if you want to lose weight, well, your nutrition needs to be at the highest of that forefront because that's where you're going to lose that it's gotta weight. It's got to be priority. It's got to be 100% priority. Even if you are that kind of person that st- puts a sticky note on your mirror of that goal, so it's the first thing that you think about when you wake up, the last thing that you think about before you go to sleep. You ever heard me tell my, my story about how like I first started my fitness journey? I, I think I might have told it on the show years ago. Um, so like when I, when, I, when I got out of the Navy, I gained a bunch of weight. It was the, like the second time I got close to like 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this magazine that I subscribed to because at the time I was like just getting into jiu-jitsu, getting, just getting into MMA. And um, I personally do really well when I like talk really aggressive to myself. Like literally right now when I wake up in the morning, um, I, I often struggle with waking up early. I make myself do it, but I very, I really, really struggle with it. So when I wake up in the morning and I'm struggling, I like, will talk to myself mm-hmm. and I'll say, stop being a 
Yeah. B-I-T-C-H, right? Yeah. And I'll say, and again, like, I'm not one to be outwardly cussing as much anymore, but like, in my head, I'm like, stop being a B. Stop being a mm-hmm. B. Don't be a B. Get your butt out of bed. Like, I'll say these things to myself because it makes me get up. Um, and that kind of goes back to the kind of the story that I'm telling. So, uh, subscribe to this magazine called Fight Magazine, and there was a fighter in there who was like up and coming, who's now retired. Was like, which is <laughs> <laughs> just to show my age a little bit. Uh, but his name was Uriah Faber, and I didn't realize how short he was at the time. But he's like, you know, five two, just shredded, just you know, jacked out of his mind mm-hmm. um, for for what I consider to be jacked at the time. So I cut that photo out and I put it on the mirror in my room, and in dry erase marker, I write, I wrote, um, "Stop being a fat slob." Yeah. And, you know, I looked at it every single morning and it worked for me. And, and you know, sometimes that like self-talk like that, like, um, works for people. And for me, it like worked in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So if that's what gets you to keep going towards that goal, a picture or, um, like a quote, yeah, something like that, that keeps uh, you driving forward, that's what you need to do to begin your day and sure. end your day so that it's always in the forefront. Mm-hmm. So if we don't have goals, faith, fitness and personal mm-hmm. then or or family i think yeah. is the three f's that we yeah, go yeah. with and then like what are you working towards probably nothing or yeah. it's just something that's out there that yeah. you're like oh i'm gonna work towards it but are you ever but gonna get that? to it yeah, yeah. Or, or what's your timeline you live in that world where it's like someday right. someday i'll do this someday i'll do the that. the monday mentality oh my gosh don't even get me there. <laughs> i know it drives me nuts oh yeah yeah, because so there's there's this quote that I personally that I think of all the time is like I don't want to be a wandering generality. I want to mm-hmm. be a meaningful specific. So, um, and that's not something that I made up. Something I stole from somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like I think of this whole to kind of tie this back into like what I wanted this show to go. Um, why I asked you about goals is because I think goals help you to recreate yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, I always think to my think about myself as if I were a video game character. And, you know, if I'm looking at myself and, it's, and I'm, I'm picking that caricature to, you know, like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, like those were the games back <laughs> in the day for me. Right. Yeah. So like I'm picking my I'm picking my fighter and picking my person. But I think of myself like that. And I'm like, well, what is that person's attributes? Like, what do they look like? Like what how do they think? Like what are the, the character traits, the skill sets, the mindsets that that person has? And I'm, every year I always want to recreate myself. Um, so. Now it's just kind of in my, my, the, always in the front of my mind is like total recreation, always recreating, total recreation, like making like the version of me better than the version of me previous. Um, and, and literally it can happen. You know, one of our guys here in the gym, he, he said to me one day, he says, Hey, you know, I've got all these new PRs, in my lifts, I'm feeling super good in my fitness. Um, gosh, like, I'm so glad I'm working out now. If I could just get my nutrition under control. And I was like, your next meal, you could get your nutrition under mm-hmm. control. And he was like, oh, wow, like, I, I guess I didn't really think about that. And I said, hey, like, literally anything you want to do, anything you want to change about your life, your, your body, your fitness, the way you think, the way that you view the world, your lens on anything can be changed like that. Mm-hmm. Drop of the hat. You can change right away. Um, so for you, like, with, with all that being said, when you hear total recreation, you've heard my definition, like, is yours in line with mine? What do you think? Where does yours differ? Yeah, so mine's in line with yours. Um, my... Instead of total recreation, I always think of which is our main goal and kind of what we say in the gym, which is grow or die, mm. right? I try to live my life that way. It doesn't matter if it's a family. It doesn't matter if it's fitness. It doesn't matter if it is nutrition, faith. I'm always trying to grow or we are dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like when we made that as one of the highest standards that we hold to 
our coaches, like that's where I hold myself when our coaching staff, like it's, it's bomb right now. Yeah, like our, good. our coaching staff is awesome. And it doesn't matter if it's BJJ or if it is our fitness, yeah. like the crew that we have is always growing or dying. Mm -hmm. But as the manager, I want to grow or die with that team. So it's like, I don't want to, and we talked about this one time. It was like, I don't want to, you know, manage with an iron fist. I try to make sure that I'm not only coaching at that mm -hmm. high standard so that people want to recreate that also, mm -hmm. but also I want to make sure that I'm checking in with everybody. So I text everybody and I'm like, how did your sessions go? Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you need? Uh, when one of our coaches got hurt, I saw it on Instagram and it was an immediate text. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Is, can I do something for you? Do your dogs need to go for a walk? Like I want them to know that I have them ba their back no matter what. If it is our... Um, faith like I have I've all, and we talked about this too is that I took a step back with my faith because mm -hmm. and I always have my faith it's always in the forefront of my mind but because I've always struggled with the the hypocrisy of mm. the faith portion the, the of typical it typical American Christian mm, yep yeah. like on the forefront they're they're they live their life for Christ but then it's like as soon as they stop out step out of the church it's like Wait, who are you? Mm -hmm. Like it's your your one person. It's not who person. I saw on Sunday. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so I like, bet there's so many people literally. So, guys, I realize sometimes that for me over the past year, a lot of things have changed for me too, mm -hmm. as far as like my faith is concerned, as far as like how I talk about it. And I think some people can listen to like a, a show going that direction and they'll think instantly like, ugh, one of those people, right. you know. But it is because of exactly what you're talking about. It, it, for me, like I'm trying to be like what you're talking about, like be that, that Christian, that believer that we're like, I don't make people feel less than, or like tell them how wrong they are. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, my pastor always calls it the dodgeball Christian where I'm like hitting them in the face with my faith, you oh, know, like yeah. I'm not trying to do that. No. Um, so I think that's kind of what you're talking about too, yeah. right? Is like, you were so turned off by that. And I think people even listening to the show right now might hear that and be like, like, uh, off pause, right. stop, advance 30 seconds, just mm -hmm. cause they, they want to get past that kind of conversation. But, um, what I'm hearing you say is that you essentially want to be a person that like, even though you have a faith, you, you don't want to be that version of what you've seen people be. Not at all. I yeah. want to be the opposite of what I've seen. Sure. And even to the, like where my family, like kind of shoved it down your throat mm -hmm. <laughs> growing up. Here, take this Jesus. Take this Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to forgive you. Yeah. And uh, so like if my girls want to go to church, yeah, we'll go to church, but we're also going to pray at yeah. dinner time. We're also going to talk about God, especially with coming into the holiday season because we should, you know, praise God for his birth coming up yeah, yeah. Um, and knowing them, knowing the why behind it, mm -hmm. not just, shove it down your throat, but also... Oh, and you get presents. You get presents, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. it's like, oh, wait, presents? Yeah. <laughs> so right. so God brings me presents? No, Santa brings you presents, but, you know. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I always want to lead by example and not shove it down someone's face. Sure, sure. I like that too. So, so what I what I actually talked about with our um, the, the men's group that I leave is I always say like, hey, Two things. Number one, like paint a picture of possibility for somebody. Like mm -hmm. be a person that, be a person that people strive to be. Like even now with the team, like I, I could be better. Like with some of my fitness stuff. You know, I think when I started running, like I wasn't in the gym, like working out with you guys as much. Sure. And I could see how that could like be a little less motivating. It's like I don't want to really want to do that kind of fitness that Cody's doing, right? But yeah. at the same time, like I want to be 
the type of leader that people look at and like we kind of like want to be like each mm-hmm. other right like i i w- <laughs> i'd love to live in a world where i mean we kind of already all do anyways we're like we kind of dress the same we kind of mm-hmm. listen to the same music we all kind of train the same our goals can be individual and different but mm-hmm. it, as far as like just our culture and our feel like i'd like us all to feel the same and this mm-hmm. is the first time in a while where i feel like we're kind of there mm-hmm. so painting a picture for possibility for somebody being a a picture that people can look at and be like hey i want to be like that person mm-hmm. that person's the type of person i want to be like but the other piece too is like creating followable excellence so living in a way kind of like you're saying is like living in a way that is easy to follow or that people want to follow you because you you live in a way that they feel like if I follow Felicia, I'm going to be in a better place because of it. Mm-hmm. Or if I, maybe I don't like what Cody's asked me to do, but if I can do this thing that he's asked me to do, I know that he's got my best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know even sometimes now if I had to ask somebody to do something, it's never, or if I like call somebody out on their session, there's a coach here, um, there's a coach on our team. I'm not going to blast them on the mm-hmm. podcast here, but there's a coach on the team that I gave them feedback on their session. And it was, I mean, it was pretty straightforward feedback. Mm-hmm. And I was just so pleased with how they took it. They're just like, okay, thank you for that. Yeah. I like when you're in my session. Don't ever hesitate to give me that feedback. And I was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, dude, let's go. Cause again, I'm not, I'm not coming from this place of like, Hey, I'm better than you. You need to do. Cause I, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's things in my session that like I can improve on. I always. try to always improve on and like, and like uh, question myself, but, um, like I want to be open to that feedback. And then I also want people to know that if I'm giving them feedback, it's coming from a constructive place and a mm-hmm. place that like, I know that you can do better and here's how I think you can be better mm-hmm. with that. Um, so something I want to talk about in, in regards to kind of this conversation of like total recreation is that, um, and Felicia, I'll let you speak on this um, first too and, and kind of give your feedback on it. But you know, I'm really into journaling. You guys know this. Uh, again, if you listen to the show, you know that I'm really into like just kind of analyzing my thoughts and thinking about things. I I do this thing around this time of year where I start to just look at my journal entries over the past year and just see, you know, when I was like, dear diary, and I went in there and started writing things. And what was interesting is like some of the things that I talked about last year that I wanted to do, some of the goals that I had, um, a vast majority of them have come true. And I think sometimes like it's easy to, number one, setting a, a, a destination where you're going is very important. Um, but like also going back and reflecting and stuff like that. And for me, I always want to see, I want proof, right? People talk about like what confidence is or what like, you know, what, what feeling, like feeling good about the things that you do and say, like where that comes from. Well, it comes from undeniable proof of you achieving the things that you say you're going to do, right? And the more you do the things you say you're going to do, the more confident you get. Um, and, and, and by the way, like sometimes confidence is hard to decipher from arrogance, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes your confidence can make a person feel less than, oh, yeah. right? Like I think Deion Sanders said one time, he says like, don't let my, don't let my confidence in myself, like, you know, rouse up your insecurity. Like mm-hmm. that has nothing, like my confidence has nothing to do with how insecure you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's okay to be confident and you get confident through becoming more. So this is the time of year when I'm going back and I'm reflecting. And for me, like I'm always, I always want to see motion forward. Mm-hmm. I always want to see growth. Um, and I think it's important to write these things down and to talk about, you know, the things that you want to become or the person you want to become, the goals that you want to set. Um, for you, do you have a similar practice? And if so, what does it look like? So this last year, I didn't have the similar practice. Mm-hmm. Um, but with it not, even with not having those practices, I think that we've done it for so long that it naturally just happened. Mm-hmm. So like at the beginning of the year, um, I wanted to get my EMT. Got mm-hmm. that. 
right? Yeah. Um, and necessarily do I use that to, to its fullest? No, but uh, I know that it just made it so that I could coach better because now I understand the when people have injuries mm-hmm. of how to change um, the direction and uh, activation of different muscle groups so that they hurt less yeah right so yes i i was going down one path and then it it vetoed i think towards god's grace of that i was meant to do something else and taking that to different road has just made it so that where i was meant to go i think the whole time but if i hadn't done a b wouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. right so it's like, yeah, I got my EMT. I don't technically use that to certification, but I do every single day that I coach people with injuries and that are hurting. So in in a roundabout way, I still use it, mm-hmm. right? So just because I didn't ha- write it down, I didn't have a sp- specific goal for where life was going to go, where f- my faith was going to go. I think inadvertently I have. Mm-hmm propelled forward still mm-hmm. and not gone backwards let's say can you because i always want to be able to look back at the things that i did throughout the year mm-hmm. and just see like there was this process of like becoming better mm-hmm. um cause, you know sometimes my wife bless her heart she, she's probably exhausted that like just like enough isn't enough like <laughs> yeah. you know i just gotta i, I want to keep going i want to yeah. keep coming um and, and i'll talk a little bit about some of my goals that i have coming up for this year and i'll and i'll allow you to share the same thing but um there's always this like joke that I'll say is like, I'm a shark. I got to keep swimming. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if I stop swimming, I feel like I'm drowning. And it kind of, to your point a second ago, where you're talking about like, even though I say like, I want calm, I want to get to this place where like, I'm not doing all these things and I'm not super busy literally on the weekend when I've got nothing to do, I'm doing something. I'm going to clean yeah. something. I'm organizing something. I'm reading something. I'm looking at, you know, study material, reading, but like, it's always this, this, this process of like becoming more mm-hmm. even in my my, my calm, my downtime, my yeah. solitude. Like, it's like, no, no, no. We're going to turn that into productive hours. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So for you, um, what what are some of your goals right now that you set? What are some of the things that you're trying to become? And then uh, what I want to do is I want you to give your goals. I'll give some of mine. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'll leave kind of some parting challenges to people listening. Yeah. So personally, um, so fitness wise. Can you real quick share? share yeah. So I want Felicia to share with you guys like the way that we set goals as a team or, you know, Felicia's done this with me before. And I, and again, I did not admit everybody's got their own spin on like how they set goals. I find that like to not be a one dimensional person, you should have like different categories that mm-hmm. you set goals in. Um, so Felicia, real quick, kind of share how we set goals. Like how do we, how do we set a path forward in our life? Yeah. So you're going to go short term and then your long term. Mm-hmm. You're not only your fitness, your faith and your family goal. Mm-hmm. What is fitness? What, what do you mean? When we're, what does that pertain to? Like so your, your body or like, what is it? Yeah, your body. Um, and I think that uh, body and mind kind of go in the same one for mm-hmm. fitness. Um, you're always learning in your fitness journey. Um, so I think that it's getting past those um, gritty workouts that are that really put your mind Sure. Uh, your, your physicality and your mindset definitely go hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, like, you have your fitness. Um, so, my fitness goal has always been to get as lean as possible with as much jacked <laughs> muscle as and possible. You guys, dude, Felicia's getting jacked, guys. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I did her program for a long time, and then uh, I pretty much done her nutrition. To yep. my knowledge, I'm the only person that's done her nutrition. Yep. And... Uh, now she's kind of working with coach Jason. So it's just like, you know, we're, 
she's just been in this steady process of getting more and more jacked. And now she's getting lean. And so I'm interested to hear what her goal, this is the first time I'm hearing it to you guys. So, yeah. So it's always been, um, how can I get as lean as possible with as much muscle muscle as possible? And my body has been so responsive. It's I mean, annoying. it's super annoying. <laughs> it's been well, not so, for you, but like, no, it, yeah, has, it has been annoying yeah. because it's like, I have like to throw a number out there. I've always gotten to 150 pounds. And my body don't move from there. Yeah. And we finally hit what I think the lowest was 141. Yeah. And I was like, success. Yeah. Which for you, like, because you are, you're, you're already kind of lean. Like, yeah. you're super lean now, but even at 150, you were super lean. lean. So like four yeah. or five pounds is a big deal in you. Yeah. yeah. It was a huge difference. Um, so much so that like, I'm like in the mirror going, I have abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, where it's like, it's always been like a problem area because I have an abdominal scar and then with it babies too, yeah. is that like, I'll be jacked everywhere, legs, arms, but like my stomach just like never showed. And I'm like, look it, I don't just have inverted abs when I'm upside down, but I have abs all the time now. <laughs> so, we'll just take your handstand pictures and we'll flip them. So yeah, flip like, them <laughs> so that it looks like I'm standing, yeah. standing with my hands up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, it's always been now a shredded season, but now I want to see what my body will do coming into the new year after we're done with this cut and to see if I can put on good lean muscle of about 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that that's like a pretty big number, a significant number for a female. But with that is that we've talked about doing a bodybuilding show and we're going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that. with that is that I need to put on that muscle, but it needs to be lean muscle and good muscle, not just fluffy muscle. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's awesome. So for what, what are some other goals you got right now? Maybe, maybe if you don't feel like sharing your, your faith and your, your like career ones, like what's your, uh, what's family goal right now? Uh, family goal is just to keep propelling the girls forward. I mean, Ellie is too. So they're, it, they're just teaching her that's uh, going on so we're I'm constantly just teaching her the different ways but by teaching her she's just she's watching all mm-hmm. the time and we can see that in the gym right she, uncle, she, uncle. Yeah. yeah she's so funny because we'll set up a pull-up bar for her and at two years old she's hanging from the bar with her feet up yeah like as a two-year-old not many kids are running and around she's the eating gym. Everybody's meal prep food, and nobody wants to share with her because yeah. we're all tracking our macros. Because we're all tracking our macros, yeah. so so hard right now, and it's like, oh gosh. So um, now I got forty-seven carbs instead of fifty. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you ate five bites of my food. Yeah. Ellie. Yeah, yeah Ellie. Uh, so it just uh, propelling her forward and um, making it so that she's learning the healthy lifestyle instead of just eating a Big Mac you know the the typical american lifestyle yeah. is not a healthy one Mm-mm. and i always want my kids to be healthy yeah um in their body and mind and then with ruthie i have to take like a little bit step back because i can be a pretty hard mom and i know that about myself sure. is that if she's goofing around on the bjj mat i'm like constantly reminding her that she's the example to be set mm-hmm. because of not only her belt but she's also I, as me being the manager she's watched i told that nathan the other day i said yeah. i said you you it looks so bad and, and i'm sure that's pressure on him you know but like sure. pressure builds diamonds right yep. like I, I told him I was like, hey like there's a certain standard not only do that we expect as being a smith but or a, as a as a member of this family mm-hmm. but there's a certain standard when your dad owns the place yeah. that you are supposed to pay attention and i'm sure he's got some like middle child rebellion in and stuff like that sure. but um I, I would agree with that wholeheartedly because i'm like it, it, like you 
there's eyes on you. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing it, everybody else on the mat is going to do it with you. Yeah. And we have, as kind of our coaching staff has changed, a lot of, we have some parents now that have kids and their kids are now on the BJJ mat too. Mm -hmm. They're following suit of the kids that they've seen of their parents being inside the gym. Right. And what what can they get away? They're going to start testing the limits too. But if our kids are doing it, then they're going to do it too. So yeah. I always try to remind her that she's the example, um, but not only inside of the gym, outside of the gym too. Be the example at school on the p playground. If you think that a kid is doing something that is wrong, don't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Set the example that you're going to change paths and do something else. Yeah. Um, you know, be the kid that wants to constantly learn. So we press reading books all the time. You know, it, it might be a fun book, but it's also going to be your Bible, too. Yeah. I want 30 minutes of you in your Bible. Okay. Do you guys have a children's Bible for her? Yeah. And yeah, we do the same thing, too. Yeah. Children's, Sometimes, like, Nathan will yeah. read it, and he'll be like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's read it again. I'll, I'll explain yeah. it to you. Yeah. Right? And so then it, then that turns around as the other day, she is like, can I say grace? Mm. Yeah, honey, you can say sure grace. Can. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then we clapped afterwards because, you know, she did so good. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think I said it right. I'm like, honey. Whatever you say to God is, God don't is care. good. You don't care. Yeah. Just want you to talk to him. Yeah. yeah. So uh, being more receptive in um, my kids learning mm -hmm. and not coming down so hard on them because I'm the first one to be like, don't do that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, you're learning. You know, yesterday I gave her money for the book fair <laughs> and she comes back and she's like, and I, gave, and I gave her what books I wanted her to get. She came back and she's like, I bought a diary and a pen. And I was like, <sighs> like my level of being mad was so yeah. high that I had to be like, honey, we're, we're just going to take a couple minutes to be quiet yeah. because I, I am so mad right now, yeah. but I don't want to yell anymore. Sure. And I know that like, if I'm going to speak out in that moment, that I'm probably going to raise my voice. So we went to the grocery store and I parked the car and then we had a conversation about being responsible with money and that money is not cheap. Mm -hmm. And where does money come from? Mom and dad working really hard not for that you. Tree out back. Not that I've tree. I've been looking for. It. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no money tree out there. Ain't no money tree out no. there, especially in this world. Nathan Nathan spent a undisclosed amount of money on a Mario poster mm -hmm. at his book fair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so kind of mm -hmm. similar stuff. Yeah. Um, is that is that kind of it yeah. in your goals? Yeah. Um, okay, so my goals for this year, you guys, um, I think for me, I've, again, always this, this total recreation thing. I've done just about everything in the realm of like fitness and like physical expression. You know, this year got into like endurance training, hybrid training, uh, done jujitsu tournaments, boxing. I've done amateur boxing. I fought MMA for a lot of years. I've done CrossFit competitions, Olympic lifting, just so many things that I've done. The the thing that has always, I've almost like made fun of it for mm -hmm. a long time was doing bodybuilding, yeah. right? Like even when I did bodybuilding back in the day, prior to finding like my way to CrossFit and stuff, I just kind of made fun of it. And um, what I've noticed more and more over the years is like there, maybe the negative stigma at the highest levels of like those guys who, you know, they're enhanced. They have things mm -hmm. that are helping them along. Not that they're not working hard, but um I'm not ready to do something like that, but, uh, you know, this past fall, uh, I went with a good friend of mine, Cody McBroom, to his mm -hmm. bodybuilding show, and I was just very impressed by the atmosphere, the people there, the just the the mindset they had. They're all welcoming. They're cheering for each other. I felt like I was at, like, a fitness competition, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I was just super inspired, and 
I could really value that I knew each one of those people that stood up on that stage worked incredibly hard to get there. Their mm-hmm. nutrition was dialed in, their training was dialed in, their recovery was dialed in. Just the amount of work that goes into stepping on stage and being like looking your best like that, that that level of discipline is is a level of discipline that I personally would like to to wield as a person. Mm-hmm. To wield, is that the right word? Yeah. That I would like to wield as a person. Um, so I looked at that and I said, that's my challenge. So, you know, Felicia's kind of said it with for herself too is, um, you know, I went to, to Megan and I told her like, I'm going to do a physique show this year by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have an ultra marathon that I'm going to run in April. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, between now, for now, like my goal is gain as much muscle between now and January 6th. Mm-hmm. Once that's done, <clears throat> I will take a, a block of training to make sure that I'm prepared for that 50K that we're going to do in April. And then after that, it is put on as much muscle as possible mm-hmm. between now and probably like late October, November next year yeah. and do my first show, stand on the stage. Um, I'm doing the physique competition, so I'm going to be in board shorts. I'm not going to be in a banana, banana hammock, hammock, thank goodness. Um, but it, like those guys look incredible. <laughs> oh, right? they sure, they're, they sure they're so do. Much, they're so much bigger than everybody out there oh, too. Yeah. Like, um, but so yeah, that's kind of the, the goal that I set. Um, that's my fitness goal. Is, as far as my faith, uh, I started leading a group called Mighty Men. Um, that's my men's ministry at my church. I really want to get that to about 50 men. We're at about 20 now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see that at 50. For me, that's 50 representatives that are, you know, that have fallible excellence in their life and are painting pictures of possibilities for, you know, the, the fleeces of the world who are turned off by the typical American Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as my family goal, um, for me, it's always like being a good husband. The, the boys right now are in an interesting kind of space in life to where, you know, my, my youngest Holden, he's just a, a firecracker, man. Like I, I, and I pray for him. I pray for patience with him all the time. Yeah. And for me, I just want to keep making sure that like he knows that even though he is energetic and wild, that like there's nothing wrong with that. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that dad that's like, you know, sit down, be quiet, sit down, be quiet. I think I live that way with the other two sons and with him. I've just kind of realized that like that energy, that level of like pizzazz, that's going to be his superpower later. Oh, for sure. Um, then when it comes to Nathan, I, my encouragement to him and my prayer for him always is to just to just be strong and courageous, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, he's an athlete. He's naturally gifted. He has abilities that are superior to his, his older brother, who's quite an athlete. Mm-hmm. And, but for him, I want him to embrace that and to be confident in that. So for me, I really want to instill strength and courage in him. And I'm doing that right now, tactically through quality time with him we read three times a week and then um i just started like doing my solo dates with my boys where we go out and we do something Mm -hmm. together and then um for noah it's just you know like training with him working out with him and if i'm not training like literally doing the workout with him i'm in the gym with him when he is training twice a week um so that's been kind of an incredible process and then as far as like the the uh, when i continue to date my wife two dates per month Mm -hmm. is priority and then uh, as far as like business, gym, what we're trying to do here is just continue to make us an icon, mm-hmm. right? Like we are going through quite a, quite a renovation project <laughs> right now. You guys probably hear Jason doing some work uh, when the, the, the microphones open up to hear us. But um, that's the goal, and that's kind of what we're pursuing here. Um, Felicia, do you have anything you want to kind of add as far as goals are concerned, or should we close this thing out and give out the, uh, the challenges that we have for people? Um, for my faith goal, um, not only growing in my faith for like 30 minutes at every single morning, which is what I first started 30. doing first 30 yeah. is, um, I actually gave, um, one of our other coaches, um, a better moms with God, um, devotional. Mm-hmm. And so her and I are actually doing that together. Oh, so, cool. um, 
and I, I was thinking about getting Megan one too, is that like just having a tight group of women mm-hmm. being able to come together. She squad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But there with women, as you, as you know, is that there's that fine line of like where you come together and it doesn't become just a B session. Mm-hmm. That sitting around talking smack. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I hate that. Yeah. That's probably why I don't have a lot of female friends. Yeah. Dudes are, <laughs> we're, as guys, we're much simpler, right? We, For sure. A lot, of, a lot less complaining, a lot less like... Um, you know, things like just roll off your back too. Like something makes you mad. You're just like, oh, okay. And you just keep going and you're like, yeah. okay, well forget that then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Where like women, they hold on to things yeah. and then they bring it up months and months down the road. And you're like, I thought we were past that. We're still there. <laughs> we're still there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that there's like that fine line. If like, um, I'd love to get like a small group of women together that are, you know, um, very godly women driven, um, but are also wanting to propel themselves forward in their motherhood. Yep. So being able to put that small group together would be um, kind of like my biggest faith kind of um, like push through for the next year. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. Um, okay, guys. So the, the point of us like sharing our goals with you is to, you know, it is at the time of recording this, when this goes live, um, it'll be the beginning of December. You've got an entire month to kind of get your ducks in a row. The way that we particularly set goals is we zoom out. We think like, hey, we're going to set goals that are going to be that right now are not truthful. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're going to make them truthful throughout the year. Right. So I would say like write your write your lies, make them truth. Right. So we we essentially right now are looking at the four quadrants of life. You know, your fitness, your family, your finance, um, your fitness, your family, your finance and your faith. Uh, you, you can insert. And, and pull out faith if that's not something you're into, but you can also just some sort of spirituality, some sort of mindset practice, but like mm-hmm. you always wanna become better in those four quadrants of your life. But we, we zoom out and we say like, write down four lies that will be true by the end of next year. And then you break them into 90 day increments and you, you know, every 90 days are setting these new targets for mm-hmm. yourself. So us sharing them, um, for me, that was kind of like, I shared a little bit of both about like what I'm doing right now, but the bigger, broader goal, we kind of shared with that at the end. So for you guys, um, here's a couple things, and, and if, you, if you're driving in your car, pull over right now and pull out your notepad and your phone, or um, just make sure to come back to this spot in the show. But I want you to write down these three things, because I'm telling you, these are three things that I ask myself very often throughout the year, but they're also three things that I think if you, if you dig into them and you actually true them, truly like put these things into your, like, again, like no college degree, um, broke, bankrupt, divorce guy, um, you know, 300 plus pounds twice. And, and like that person, you know, recently there was some stuff that happened that was from a past life of mine. And when Megan and I were talking, she was like, I don't understand how you could ever be part of that, you know, style of like mm-hmm. life. And I was like, you wouldn't recognize who, who that person was yep. compared to now. It's just cause like this growth process, right? Um, so through these types of like practices that I'm gonna give with you guys right now, um, don't just look past this. Don't just say like, oh yeah, it's a good idea, but not for me. Or like, oh, that's not gonna work. Or, you know, oh, that's too simple. It's literally just this simple. It's unfortunately sometimes the goals that you wanna accomplish and the things that you wanna become and the person that you wanna be, unfortunately shows up to your door and work close, right? Which means you gotta do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the things I wanted to kind of impart with you or to part with you guys on. Number one, do you have this written down too? Yeah. Felicia, so you can read out the second one here mm-hmm. after I do this one. Uh, number one, what do you want to look back at towards the end of next year and see that you have accomplished? Yeah. Number two is what do you need to change in your life that you're avoiding? Good. And then and then my challenge and, and how we can kind of 
we can back you up and we can assist you. It's like, I want you to set one big scary goal for yourself. For me, like standing on stage in board shorts, tanned, underfed, dehydrated, like that's super scary to me, but it's something that like that, that chase of doing something hard is exciting Mm -hmm. to me at the same time. So set one big scary goal for yourself. And then I want you guys to share it on social media and then tag us. Um, you can, you can tag the, the gym here at virtuous fitness, Washington. And we also, um, have a second location that we have adopted called, uh, virtuous fitness in Idaho. Um, you can look that up on uh, Instagram at virtuous fitness Boise, actually. Um, but Felicia, where can people uh, follow you and uh, check you out? Um, mainly on Instagram, which is coach underscore Felicia underscore VF. Excellent. And you guys, as always, can find me at Coach Cody Smith on Instagram. Um, and then again, we're back. We're going to be recording episodes once per week. I'm likely going to have Felicia back. Um, and we're going to be doing some more amazing jujitsu content as well. Uh, right now, we are getting recorded and hanging out with our man, Keegan. He is... Uh, just freaking great guy. We're so happy he's on the team. Oh, yeah. Um, got his purple belt this year. Um, but I'll be bringing him in. We're probably going to have – him and I just, like, sometimes we get talking and I'm like, God, it should have been a podcast. Oh, it should have <laughs> been a podcast. Um, so – and then we'll get on the podcast and not have anything to say probably. Or, probably. you know, sit here with our hands in the air like Jason. But um, regardless, we'll bring some more of that content too. Uh, I appreciate you guys, as always, listening and tuning into the show. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Virtuous Coach Podcast. Please leave a rating and review on the platform you are listening to if you enjoyed the show. This helps us to grow and reach more people with the intent of helping people grow through the Create Yourself mindset. See you on the next episode.